Welcome back. It's the Angie and Mike show. Mike here doing some politics, a little deep diving on the politics. Before we get into that, I'm going to keep encouraging people, if you can, to donate to food banks. And if you can donate, donate Goya Foods because we're trying to send a message that love trumps hate. And yes, I did steal the left's phrase. They like to put signs out in their yards that say love trumps hate and they think they're being clever using the name Trump. And what we're doing is showing the offendanistas, the angry people who were so upset when the president of Goya Foods praised the president that they ordered a boycott and it is failing miserably. And uh, everything I've seen at my uh, my local Wegmans, my local Acme food store here in Wilmington, Delaware, we are seeing empty Goya shelves and in some cases restrictions on purchasing. My brother in Florida, hello Florida, my brother in Florida said that uh, he went to buy some food for the uh, food bank and they had a one can limit on each variety and he said, I'm trying to get two cans of black beans, I can't do that. No, just one can. And see, we overwhelm the system. We surprise them. Our strength surprises them. And herein lies something that I, I believe the president has nailed. And that is that there is a silent group of voters who are going to support Donald Trump in November. And they are not talking to pollsters. There are new polls out today. For example, I was just reading the Wall Street Journal. And uh, there is a statement about uh, Donald Trump that says Joe Biden is expanding his lead as Trump's disapproval rating is rising. So approval down for Donald Trump. And I really think this goes back to 2016 when we had Hillary Clinton running against Donald Trump and all of the polls were saying, well, Hillary's got this right up until election night. And then we saw the reality. So many people who support Donald Trump are not publicly supporting Donald Trump because the angry people really make life miserable for you if, if you publicly support Donald Trump. I have issues of that in my own life, in my own neighborhood, where I'm surrounded by these super liberal people who have all kinds of signs in their backyards and that's good for them. Use your free speech. But if I dared to put one up, I would be ridiculed if I put up a Donald Trump sign. And frankly, I don't have time to argue with these people. They are really just angry offendanistas, as I mentioned. But I, I do go back to 2016 and Hillary. The president is getting some key support from very important places. For example, Yesterday, the National Organization or the National Association of Police Organizations, it's a huge group that represents law and order people all across the country. National Association of Police Organizations endorsed Donald Trump. Now, you would think that they would endorse a law and order president like Donald Trump. Well, here's the rub. In 2008 and 2012, they endorsed Barack Obama, and Joe Biden. Those, those giant organizations like this could be key to turning the election back to Donald Trump. 
Here is uh, the head of the National Association of Police Orgs explaining what happened in their meeting yesterday when they they took a vote. A, a nomination was made and seconded. Uh, there was discussion and our bylaws call for two thirds of the body to endorse a specific candidate and President Trump earned that endorsement with a greater margin of the two thirds that participated in today's meeting. So it's with great pride that I announce on behalf of our National Association of Police Organizations, our endorsement of President Donald J. Trump. That's gotta be a gut punch for Joe Biden. Again, twice they endorsed Obama and Biden, and now they're supporting Donald Trump. And why is that? I think some of the positions the president has taken on law and order have a lot to do with it. For example, the left wing group of people that are running our cities are not doing the job that they're supposed to be doing. We're doing a great job in Portland. Portland uh, was very rough and they called us in and we did a good job. We have other cities that are out of control. They're like war zones. They are. And the president's going to make a big announcement next week on what he's going to do with those cities that are currently unable to deal with the protesters, the Portlands, the Seattles, the New York cities. You know, uh, the mayor of New York is busy painting Black Lives Matter in front of Trump Tower. He announced yesterday he's also going to paint another Black Lives Matter on the streets in the Bronx. Why? Why aren't you dealing with the the rioters who are attacking the cops. We had an NYPD police chief get hit in the head in broad daylight by Black Lives Matter protesters who hijacked a peaceful stop the violence protest. It's just amazing. Donald Trump talks about, uh, as well, about the uh, movement to defund the police. We need safety, we need security, we can't defund our police. And we can't abolish our police. As far as the surplus equipment, I've given out hundreds of millions of dollars. And I know that President Obama and Biden didn't want to give it out. It made the police look too strong. And I have been thanked by every police department. That's good. And now he's getting the endorsements of it. I, I think the president's strength on, uh, on law enforcement and law and order will be key to the resurgence. We're starting to see that. But he's also going after Joe Biden now on China, big time on China. And he's, and he's hitting Biden on being a, a, a do-nothing guy, 47 years in Washington. So Biden was here for 47 years, eight years, the last eight years, not long ago, as vice president, he said, one in five miles of our highways are still in poor condition. Well, we're doing a good job on highways, but why didn't he fix them three years ago? Why didn't he fix them? Tens of thousands of bridges are in disrepair and on the verge of collapse. Well, it's probably not a right number, but we have bridges that should have been fixed. Why didn't he fix them? He was there for eight years with President Obama. Why didn't they fix them? That's a great question. Why was nothing done, if you guys knew about it? 47 years in that business, basically. Worked in the Senate and, and then in the White House. 47 years. What does he really have to show for it? Nothing. A lot of travel on our dime. A lot of state dinners on our dime. And uh, a lot of helping his family. Remember Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden has been a a uh, beneficiary of his father's work.
Where is Hunter, by the way? Hunter Biden walked out with $1.5 billion. In Ukraine, he got $83,000 a month and I guess an upfront payment of $3 million. So he went from not having a job to getting $83,000 a month with a lot of money paid up front to work for Burisma. And you all know about Burisma. But nothing happens. Nobody cares. I bet you somebody will care, especially if and when this comes up in the debates, which a lot of folks are saying that uh, Joe Biden's going to find a way to weasel out of having a debate. I don't think that will be allowed to happen. The president will talk about China and how Biden has uh, too close a ties with China and he's been tough on China. He'll talk about socialism, too, where Biden has been dragged so close to socialism. Here's a little bit of the president's address the other day attacking uh, the left's push to socialism. So there has never been an election where we've had this kind of difference. We want strong borders. Without borders, you've heard me say it a thousand times. Without borders, you don't have a country. They don't want to have borders. They want to have open borders. It's radical left and it'll destroy our country. 20 years ago, Venezuela was a very rich country, one of the richest, one of the richest anywhere, per capita one of the richest, tremendous oil reserves. Now they don't have water, they don't have food, they don't have medicine. We do everything we can to take care of the people, but they have nothing. And that's exactly the ideology that you have going over here. If I wasn't there to stop it, if I wasn't here to say, no way, that's not going to happen, we'd be in some mess. Yes, we would. And I think he needs to keep drawing the distinction between the left, which is going really far left, and Biden is now their leader, and the right. Law and order, safety and security, America first, and uh, I think the president's campaign will be in a good place. And speaking of the campaign, if you didn't hear it earlier, Brad Parscale, uh, campaign chief, demoted brand new campaign chief. How did it happen? I think we actually have the moment recorded on uh, audio here. Donald Trump uh, talking with Brad Parscale in front of a few people. I'm sorry, you're fired. Get out of here. Wow. Wow. That's a tough one. A public firing. How about that? No, that didn't happen. All right. I'm taking a break. We'll be right back on the Angie and Mike show.